Dads on Dayquil would like to draw your attention to the fact that the following content is made up of humorous adult material and is intended for a mature, not easily triggered audience. You have been warned. Hey, Dom. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Spider-Man has a winter jacket made entirely of Mediterranean flatbread? It's a pita paca. <sighs> I fucking hate everything about that joke. <laughs> you piece of shit. Oh, you fucker. I saw that joke. I, 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 it's a, it's a picture. I didn't even write this down. I think it was on Instagram. I follow a page called uh, Dad Says Jokes. Yeah, and uh, it looks ac- like it's actually also a Twitter account because it's a picture with the blue verified button, okay. right? So it's like they do it on Twitter and then they post it on Instagram. Okay. And when I saw that, I immediately screenshot it and said, "Yep, the next opening joke here I come." It's too good. I hate Spider Man. So. I was just about to say the. The, the there is levels to that fucking joke that our listeners will never understand because not only not only the style of joke yeah coming from you yeah the fact that it is about spider-man yeah coming from you yeah. marvel in general coming from you yeah all, all of it and and it's a play on words yeah, it is. And it, and it, like, it, there's, it was too good. Fucker. It was too good. You fucker. That was a good one. All right. Well, uh, Dad's on Dayquil. This is episode 143. I'm Gnome. I'm Dome. All right. So um, let's just jump right in. How's your dad week? Oh, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, uh, it's been fun, exciting, normal shit. Um, yeah. You know, I had a, a talk with my son about the importance of not being a filthy pig in the bathroom, uh, went in to, uh, to kind of wipe stuff down. And <clears throat> on the mirror, there's toothpaste fucking everywhere, all over the mirror. Keeping in mind, my son's eight, right? So he's like all of four foot. The mirror sits at the, the bottom of the mirror probably sits at about five foot. Yeah. So the bottom of the mirror is about a foot taller than he is. Right. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there's toothpaste all over the mirror. Like at Grayson, um, did you brush your teeth? He's like, uh huh. And there's like one of those low uh huhs. Like he knew, like he knew, like mm-hmm. he knew it was coming. He knew I knew. I knew he knew, right? Kind of moment. So, like, oh, okay. Like, Did you make a mess? Uh huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Instant uh, guilt. Uh, Grayson, did you did you clean up your mess after you were done brushing your teeth? Uh huh. <laughs> like he couldn't even couldn't even give me a full I don't know. It was uh huh. You know, a little fucking caveman grunt. You know, I'm like, okay, well, did you get any on the mirror? I don't know. I'm like, Grayson, what happened? He goes, he just kind of puts his head down. He's like, oh, I sneezed. <laughs> I sneezed. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? He goes, yeah, I was brushing my teeth and I couldn't hold back a sneeze. So I sneezed. And uh, that's the ultimate, though, because he had to be like, he, because it, it, it's probably real. It's probably true. Oh, it's hundred percent true. And then it was one of those like he stops, a chew, and then just sees it and was like, "Fuck." Yep. Kept brushing his teeth and was just like, "Fuck it." Yeah. Yep. 
Fuck it. That's exactly what happened. And I was like, dude, I was like, next time you have this happen, I will laugh at it. It's funny. Just tell me so we can clean it up because I don't want to find it, you know, a day later. Yeah. He's like, huh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Calm as a cucumber. Huh, all right. (laughs) Dick. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. How was yours? Uh, It was interesting. Yeah? Uh, Yeah. Um, We talked outside of this. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I won't bring up the the super interesting part. I'll save that for a little bit later. Yeah, when there's a better appropriate time to bring it up. Yeah, it's a touchy subject. Yeah, so um, I won't bring that up. But it was an interesting week. Uh, tough week. Work work really sucked this week. It was really busy. <laughs> um, and then also had we have a dog in the house. Hello, Captain. Uh, it also had a a personal moment. Nope. Unfortunately, um. In our, <laughs> unfortunately, in our town, we had a tragedy happen. Yes. Where, which is also, this is where it's really tough because anytime you see a tragedy, like it's all, it's already tough, but when it can really hit home for you is that there was a, a car accident here in town where there was five teenagers involved, mm-hmm. the driver and four passengers. And um, as as of recording this, uh, two died immediately. Yes. And the other three were flown to Vegas, and they ranged from 15 to 17. Mm-hmm. And so my son's 15, so it's like like, like it hits really home. Yeah. And, and Kingman's a small town, and we know we know a couple of the parents. Of um, one of them that yeah. did pass away. We, we, we know. Yeah, and our, and our heart. You know, our heart goes out to each and everyone involved and those that were close to everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an eye opener for sure. Yeah, it 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 really sucked. What was what was kind of, and I guess the way I was gonna say it, kind of cool. It's not cool, but what was a different feel was my son is currently doing classes this weekend for to try and get a lifeguard job. And so on Friday, his class was supposed to be eight in the morning to eight at night because they don't have school on Fridays. So he texts us at five o'clock, hey, we're done. And we're like, what do you mean you're done? And he said, oh, well, we're done because of the thing that happened, the car accident last night. Mm-hmm. And they're doing a vigil at the high school for where these kids went to school. So I picked them up and I was like, okay. I'm like, well, we're, we were just getting ready to go eat. So we'll just go pick something up to eat and then go home. And then he had asked, he was like, you know, can can I go? And I was like, sure, absolutely. And so I, I took him and... And it was funny because without even telling him to, he, we were sitting there and I'm like, well, if you want to go, you do have to hurry up. You got to take a shower because it starts in like 30 minutes. And, uh, he comes out in jeans with like his dress shoes and a belt and a dress shirt on, like didn't even tell him to like dress something nice. Like it didn't matter. You know, you could, I'm sure there's going to be people in pajamas at this fucking thing, you know? I mean, it's, it's Kingman after all, but it, it was nice. And it was, it was, it was definitely, uh, a a big time loss to the community and um it it was tough but it was um it was good to see the whole town a a lot of the fucking town was there come together so and i mean you know us we know a lot of people in this town yeah and i couldn't i couldn't make two steps downtown where we were at without running into somebody we knew the whole time so it was tough um that, that was definitely a tough moment but it was also it was good to see my son have that have that mindset that he wanted to go and pay respect 
uh, and one of the one of the people that he actually did go to middle school with, so he knew them. So mm-hmm. knew you know not they weren't friends or anything, but they were acquaintances. So he knew yeah. who they were. Well, it's a small town, so you know, even <clears throat> even if you don't hang out in the same clique or the same group, you still know all the mm-hmm. kids that you're going to school with. You know, you you have some interaction with them at some point, and you you have a class with them at some point. There's always something that you have going on with all of these other students you know um and and being in this small town a lot of us continue to grow up with you know with the same kind of group sticking around kingman's one of those towns where even when people move away and get out of it we still have a tendency to kind of get drawn back into it and find a way to bring our families back back home sort of speak, you know, so right, right. Our, our kids grow up with our kids and our kids, kids grow up with our kids and, and that kind of thing. And so, like you said, it's rare you walk into a store and don't see somebody, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. When it like, um, I mean, it, it happened, things like this happen in, in places everywhere, but, um, it was it like the last time I remember something like this is actually a guy that we played softball with and his, his daughter had passed away in a car accident. Yes. And that was, uh, it was tough because then when you see him the next time you see him, cause it was, it wasn't during softball season. It was during, no. it was during like fall winter time. Mm-hmm. And the next time you see him, it's like, you know, typically like, Hey, how are you doing? But it's like, you don't want to say that because you know, it, it, it's tough. See, yeah. Seems insensitive. Like, like how the fuck you think I'm doing? You know, and, and yeah. his daughter was like 11 or 12 when that happened. Yep. And so it, it was tough, but, um, yeah, it, it's moments like that that are just absolutely crazy. They, and they humble you, you know, and, and they do. And it, it reminds, it reminded me, it reminded me that one of the most important lessons that you can teach your kin, um, is that you're not invincible. Correct. You know, it's, it's our job as parents to teach our kids that there, you know, there are certain things that, um, can just change your life. There's certain decisions that can just change your life. I'm not saying anything bad about what happened. I'm not saying. No, of course not. I I would never, you know, want to do anything of that nature to be disrespectful towards the families, the families or the people that were involved. But, um, for sure, you know, that that's kind of just what this has done for me. Yeah. Is reminded me how important that, that one simple lesson of, you know, them not, them not being, invincible is right so yeah it 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 makes it tough because it's like you don't you know you don't want to see that at all but unfortunately just you know life life is life and Mm -hmm. things can't be avoided yeah whatever but but nonetheless it sucks but um and it's it's a huge hit to the community but it it brings people together too which is a good thing so. so our condolences from the dads on dayquil um, to those of you that do listen in, in our hometown Kingman and that were affected by this, uh, we love you. You know, we're always here for you if you need anything. Um, you know what else is inevitable though? Hmm. NHL hockey. That's true. Uh, it, it is absolutely inevitable and we are on the brink of, now I know we're recording this and playoffs will be in full swing by the time this episode comes out. Yep. Uh, we'll probably sitting around, Mm, there might already be a team or two eliminated, but of the first round, but it'll, it'll, it'll be around it'll, game four for most games. Yeah. Four so, to six, something yeah. like that. Um, so we have, we have some hockey talk now in the past we've done, 
we've done the dads on day cool NHL bracket with the three of us and our expert, the stone would make all his picks. And and, I mean, I guess he was just so fucking hot. He had to retire because he got to go out on top too. He went out on top for sure. Um, there, no, no joke about that. So, uh, this year I am, I am super interested in, in hockey this year. Uh, the playoffs, the matchups, there was so many, I felt like so many teams that were above a hundred points this year. Like, well, I mean, shit, you had Boston who set the single season record, mm -hmm. right? For wins. You know how many losses they had total all year, including overtime losses? No. 17. That's insane. Out of 82 games, they only lost 17. 12 of those they lost in regulation. Shh. That's nuts. It, I mean, and this is their, this is their, this is the window. You, you want to say the closing window on this team because this team has yeah. been legit for the last 11 years. They, ha they have, they, they've been contenders for at least the last 11 years. And I think I want to say four or five of their guys are coming up on contract slash retiring. Correct. Correct. Right. So but then they got this, they got this goalie tandem that together now, number, number one, their number one goaltender just came out of nowhere linus allmark or something Some like that like that yeah and then their backup goaltender their their two goaltenders combined the next closest team in save percentage is like 0.70 behind them which is which is a lot which is insane yeah to be that far ahead goaltending wise yeah. and, and it's not like oh it's all goaltending they're just a defensive team this team fucking scores too oh dude they're <coughs> they're rough they're like they're they're they they are aggressive in all of the right ways like they're not they're not just this like sheer brute force team where they're running around just smash mouthing people they're strategic about it they i got some stats here for you the boston bruins this year they're second in the nhl in goals per game scoring 3.67 goals per game so almost four goals per fucking game that's, rough. that's gonna win you a lot of games that's rough uh shots on goal ninth Power play 12th, shooting percentage tied third, faceoffs second. Their defensive stats, goals allowed first at 2.12 goals per game. Wow. Um, shots on goal allowed eighth, penalty kill first, and penalty minutes 25th. So the, wow. the, the only thing they're not top in is penalty minutes, which is a good thing. I was going to say, so penalty minutes penalty minutes is super is super good. Um, and everybody knows, you know, that penalty minutes is a good, it's a good thing, um, to be low and below par on that, but face-offs, you know, not a lot of, I don't think it gets as much credit as it deserves, um, where, you know, you, I don't think, I think it's underrated. Sure. I think being highly ranked in face-off wins is very underrated. Oh, yeah. To to the to the commoner, yeah. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. If, like, if you're if you're just a like freelancer hockey watcher and you're like, oh, face-offs, whatever. But if you're a hardcore nut, like that's that's where the play starts. Yeah, is the face-off. Yep. If you lose, if you lose, if you're not good at the face-off circle, you're chasing the game the whole game. Yep. Yeah, that's where that's where you control. It's where you control what I like to call immediate momentum, right? Like you you have in in games in professional sports, you have two types of momentum. You have the overall momentum, right, which is like most people look at as game flow, and then you have immediate momentum, yep. which are the small moments that can change the entire momentum of the game. Yep, and that's in hockey. That's the face off. It happens. Every time that puck gets put in front of two individuals who have one goal, and that's to kill the other person in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested on your take on this one. Round one, 
they play the eighth seed of the, of the East, the Florida Panthers. Yes. Who eked in at the end. This team is built to win. They were the number one team in the NHL last year, President's Trophy winners. This year, they barely, barely slide into the playoffs. So I'm confused by this team because nothing's really changed since last year, right? No, their roster has changed a little bit, but they added better to it. Correct. That's so, what, that's so the roster is mean, a little right? different, but this team is this team was built to be. They were predicted to be one, one of the top three teams in the East. Yeah, and they didn't. Correct. So did they not? Because last year was somewhat of a fluke, and it just happened to be where other people didn't live up to their hype and didn't play to their potential. Where some injuries that we saw played a bigger part than we thought. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or. <laughs> Is this team just like, you know what? We're saving it. Like, all we got to do is get in. Fuck this. I think Florida, now mind you, I know we're talking about Boston, and we're talking about they just set a record, but historically, President Trophy winners of the NHL do not do well in the playoffs. Correct. And the Florida Panthers are a team that remind me of like the LA Kings when they won it in 2012 as the eighth seed out of the West, and they steamrolled the fucking playoff run. Yeah. They lost five total games the entire playoffs. So, And I'll, I'll have you, I have one other little stat about okay. this. Boston and Florida played four times this year. Mm-hmm. They split two and two. Yeah. Five to three Boston, five to two Florida, seven to three Boston, four to three Florida. So I did a bracket for the NHL, and I actually have Florida with the upset. So in seven games, I I would not be surprised if Florida won this series. Yeah, and I would not be surprised if Florida won this series in five games. I yeah, I can see that. All of a sudden, the goaltending collapses because yep. Florida's a team that can fucking score. Yep. And and everybody's sitting back on what the hell? Yep. Like what the hell? Yep. And and just Boston absolutely fucking implodes. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what can happen to a team like this. I mean, we've seen it in other sports too. You know, we've seen it in basketball where you know the, there's been there's been number one seeds who have won you know seventy games and all of a sudden they're done. Yeah. You know, baseball. You know, you win hundred games and then all of a sudden you're done. Yep. And so yeah. I I. I could I could see Florida. I think if if there was any upset in this year's first round, I think that's the one that stands out the most for me. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent, absolutely. Uh, so other other teams in the East, the other matchup matchups we have: uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay. Can Toronto finally get the monkey off their back? No, I'm the opposite. I think they do. Really, I think Tampa Bay. Although they're a third seed, they're not a wild card. They're they're because the way hockey works is number one seed takes on last wild card, the other number one seed from the other division takes on the second the the first place wild card, mm-hmm. right? And then in the divisions, two versus three play each other. So Toronto finished with 111 points. That's a good fucking year. Yeah, uh, the team they're playing, Tampa Bay, who's been a powerhouse the last four years. Mm-hmm finished with 98 i think i think this is the this is the drift off into the sunset i mean tampa bay for due, tampa bay T- tampa bay's due to have a letdown right like that you you can't you can't hold the the longevity that they've held uh-huh. as being a good playoff run team for 
this duration, right? Right. Like, I mean, it's been, how many years has it been now? Fucking 10, 12? Like, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been a few years where they've been a contender, right? Yeah. So that's, that is due, that is due to end at some point, whether it's for a year or two. I think uh, I think what's going to be the biggest challenge is you have a lot of firepower on on Toronto. Can they get the puck past Vasilevsky? Because he's he's the key. He only gives up two point six goals per game. So if they can't score, obviously, then I mean that's just common knowledge. It's like John Madden talking hockey. Well, the team can't score. If they can't score, they can't win, right? And that's going to be the crutch because I think this is a series where Toronto can win in five. I think they can. The longer this series go, the more benefit it has to Tampa Bay though, because of the experience that they have. Yeah. I'll I'll agree. I'll agree with that assessment. I will. My only thing with, with my only thing with Toronto and and the points that they've scored is who did they do it against? I mean, that's fair. (sighs) Well, I mean, they, they are in the same division as Boston, Tampa Bay and Florida, all the playoff, all playoff teams. And then the rest of the division, Buffalo, who finished at ninety-one. Yeah, I guess Buffalo just I missed mean, out. The, e- the East was a lot more. The East was a lot larger of a powerhouse. This division, the only team that was a, a joke was Montreal at sixty-eight points. Yeah. Everybody else finished eighty points or higher, which is good. So maybe maybe we're looking at the maybe we're looking at more of a, a change in tide in terms of overall scoring for the league. Maybe, maybe, maybe like maybe this is maybe this is something that hasn't hasn't necessarily been noticed. Because we're looking at we're looking at it from a standpoint of oh crap like these teams have done great this year, and in reality it's just actually the game's changing and evolving. Right. You know. So who are you taking? Taking Tampa or Toronto? Um, I'm going to take Tampa just because okay. just because the experience. I, I do agree with the assessment that this. I think that Tampa Bay is due for an incline or a decline. Okay. Yeah. Next up, you have a uh, Carolina. Uh, versus the Islanders. So this is number one seed out of the Metropolitan versus the number one wild card seed. And uh, the Islanders, I, I feel like they finished a little streaky at the end. Um, but because um, yeah. there was a tight race between yeah. them, Pittsburgh and Florida to get in the playoffs mm-hmm. and Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, I don't see, I don't see this one being close. I feel like this is a Carolina sweep or five games. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think the Islanders got exposed a little bit there at the end. Some people want to say, Oh no, it was just a tough, you know, a tough remaining schedule type thing. But I, I don't think that was it. I think they got exposed. I think Carolina sweeps them. Uh, next up. This is, uh, this is probably my favorite matchup in the East. Uh, is New Jersey and New York, the Rangers. This is because the Rangers are one of those teams. They were also thought of to be like a top three, top four team out of the East. Yeah. Not that they're terrible. I mean, they finished third in their division. And the way that division broke down is Carolina 113, New Jersey 112, and New York 107. So in the last in the last month of hockey, it was any one of those teams mm-hmm. to take to take that one seed, mm-hmm. and then the other two get stuck playing each other. Um and I feel like the problem, New Jersey's been really fucking hot. They finished their last 10 games, they finished seven and three. Um, New York finished five, two and three. And so <clears throat> I, I feel like, though, the problem with New Jersey is they don't have the experience. 
So and well, that's going to catch them in this. And I feel like it's going to be a six game series, six maybe seven. Yeah. And what's going to catch them is they don't have the experience, and and the Rangers will move on. Remember when I said there's two different types of momentum? Yes. Okay. Wasn't sure if you're listening. So, uh, Devils have fair point. Devils have overall momentum. Devils have big game momentum right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that carries them through this upset. Okay. Because obviously this is an upset for mo- for more people than not. Like there's a ton of Devils believers out there right now. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there are more Rangers fans, sure. Rangers believers, sure. just based on what we've seen recently, sure. how we know the team is formatted, mm-hmm. right? The team, this is another team that is formatted to win. Yep. Defense still great. But I think that the the, the momentum that the Devils have carries them through this first round. Because I think it catches the Rangers off guard. Okay. And then they falter next round. Then they fall apart. And then they fall apart. Were there that team like Carolina was a couple years ago, the Islanders were a couple years ago, where they kind of steamroll to the East Finals and then get blown out? Yeah. Yeah, that, that could happen. That makes sense. All right, well, let's go to the West. So the first, hmm. first overall in the West is, um, I believe... Let's do the Wild and the Stars. So. You want to do the Wild and the Stars? Yeah. Well, I was looking. So the Vegas Golden Knights are actually right. the number one overall seed. Okay, that works. Yeah. So the Ve- the way that my my playoff picture uh, was showing was a little bit odd. So the uh, Vegas is the number one overall seed, and so they're going to be playing. Um, they're going to be playing the Winnipeg Jets. Yes. And I don't even think no, I think it's a we sweep. We don't have to talk about this at all. <laughs> I think it's a sweep. I don't want to say anything nice about the Knights. <laughs> Me either. Uh, so then the next up we have uh, Colorado, who okay. is number one out of the Central. Yep. And uh, they are going to be playing the Seattle Kraken. So Seattle, yes. brand new team from last year, and they finished like bottom three last mm-hmm. year. This year, totally different team can score. Um, their goaltending has been fairly decent and, and they're playing in a tough division. I mean, they're, they're in the same division as the Knights, Edmonton, LA Kings, all who are in the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, I, am interested in, in this matchup because I actually think uh, the thing with Colorado there, I think it's their captain, Gabriel Landeskog has a knee injury and will not be able to play at all during the playoffs. And they've, the Colorado has been that team this whole year. They're defending champs. Mm Mm-hmm. And been riddled with injuries all year. Mm-hmm. So, here here's my take on this. Everybody talks about how the NFL is scripted. Everybody talks about how MLB, uh, the the World Cup for for baseball for Major League Baseball. Everybody wanted to see U.S. versus Japan, and it happened. Whoa, right? NBA, same thing. We already know about the refs cheating, right? Nobody ever talks about hockey being scripted, right? If hockey was scripted, if if hockey had a puppeteer, then we would know this year with this series. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. And my 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 example will be the Golden Knights. Golden Knights came out of nowhere. Nobody fucking they were, they were they were no on no one's fucking radar. No, they were written off they were written off to be one of the worst three teams in the league their first year. Oh my god, what happened? So I'm just I'm just saying it, it's fitting. Look, it's a it's a new organization. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. Okay, yes I am. <laughs> it, it, you, you're trying to drum up business. You're trying to drum up. You're trying to drum up a fan base. Sure. As a league, as a business, what a better way to do that than to put this brand new team with a really cool logo. Oh with, there, yeah. 
with yeah. with some pretty sweet merch. Yeah. In the spotlight, beating the Avalanche. I'm just saying. I got Colorado on five. <laughs> I got Colorado fucking sweeping them because okay. that's that's what my brain says should happen. It's right. But right. I'm saying if if the NHL has a puppeteer and they're a marketing team and this is a business move, the Kraken win. Okay. The next, so those first two series we talked about in the West, like I'll watch them, but I'm not interested. Yeah. The next two series in the West, I'm all about. So <laughs> we got Colorado. I'm sorry, we got Dallas. Yes. Dallas is the number two out of the out of the Central, play, playing the number three out mm-hmm. of the Central, which is the Minnesota Wild. Mm-hmm. And at the, at the beginning of last year, I thought Dallas was going to be a Cup contender because they lost the cup the year before and they had a lot of COVID issues at the beginning of the year, a lot of injuries. And then it seemed like, Oh, this was a team that rose and just fell apart and they're done. Well, now they're back again and they're really fucking good. Dude, really fucking good. I, I, I personally think that Dallas is, is can win the cup this year. That's my feeling. Dallas is the epitome of the perfect team. Yeah. That 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 is and and but I'm gonna say this about the wild smash fucking mouth. Yeah, the only problem I have with the wild is flurries and net. If it's a different goaltender, I think they can make a run. Yep, but I don't think they can because of flurry. And I think this will go probably six games. Dallas and I think six it goes is what seven. I, you think it'll go seven? I, I do think it goes seven. I think yeah, I think it comes. It's the seventh game will end up being in Dallas. It will be. So I, I do I do think Dallas wins in seven. And then I think what happens though is that and then Dallas plays Colorado in the next round. I so if if it, if again I'm gonna just backtrack one little step or Seattle. Correct. <laughs> if Dallas plays Colorado, Dallas wins. If Dallas plays Kraken, if they play Seattle, your boy said it first. All right. Last matchup. Uh, this one. This one's a doozy uh, because of regular season. Um, it was split two to two, three to one, six to three, three to zero, and three to one. Uh, I'm sorry, two to zero and three to one. But it was a split during the regular season. Edmonton Oilers with Connor McJesus and uh, L.A. Kings. I've said it before. I'm like this weird closet L.A. Kings fan. Like I, I think it's just because when the time changes for because we don't change times in Arizona, mm-hmm. but when the time changes for the rest of the country, we go to Mountain Time. So all the Pacific Time games are at 7:30, which is 8:30 our time. So I get to watch late night hockey. Yeah, and that means I get to watch the Kings a lot when they're playing at home. And I get to watch late. So I, I love watching the Kings. I love watching them in that stadium. Well, I mean, when you when you started watching hockey, Gretzky was the man. Yeah. Like, and the the Kings were there. Like the Kings were always in Correct. always in the spotlight. Correct. Yeah, they were always on ESPN for some reason or another. Whether it was you know a brawl, <laughs> or Marty McSorley, <laughs> yeah, right? or, sure. or or it was for Gretzky, right? Yeah. Like because they were winning. True. And, and he was going nuts. And um, so it it makes sense for you to have some of that feeling towards them. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm kind of a closet Kings fan because the first game I ever went to was the Kings versus the Devils. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And so for me, there is a little bit of that love there um, because I – sorry, I thought I heard something. I did too. I thought I did too. Yeah. 
Um, be, yeah, because that you know that was an experience, right? Sure. Um, and and it's weird for me with hockey. I don't hold. I don't really hold one, like two weird odd grudges mm-hmm. against teams like with baseball i've got like f- you know fuck the red Sox, of course fuck the phillies can't stand the braves you know what i mean like yeah. everybody who opposes the mets and boston just because boston fans are assholes about it about it <laughs> any red Sox fans a fucking cocksucking cunt sorry <laughs> <laughs> you guys look i'll even admit that yankees fans can be douchebags right but boston anyway different sport back to hockey i'm ranting but the Kings, look, I, I always want to see the Kings do well. I don't actively root for them, but I, I think that, and this seems like a tall task. Yeah. But in previous years, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, they are damn near unstoppable. Yes. But if you can find a way to keep them from getting points, so the team's done. The team is done. Yeah. If they've you can else. keep them off the score sheet, the team is absolutely done. If they're putting up two to four points a night, you're done. Yep. So it's as simple as do whatever you can to tie up McDavid and Dreisaitl, and you can beat them. And what's crazy about those two guys is they 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 very well round the rest of the team out. Yeah. When, they, when they're both playing well, they end up helping others score. Yeah. If you stop them, if you focus on them and take every and just take everybody and just ignore them, and you focus on those two individuals and breaking up that continuity, yep. you're fine. Yep. And I, I think the problem for both teams, I'm going to say Kings in seven. I think the problem yeah. for either team is it goes probably six or seven games, and then they're probably playing, whoever wins is playing Vegas. Yeah. Which, which means you're fucked. Yep. Because Vegas, Vegas is not being talked about enough this year, which I as agree. much as I hate them, um, but they, I just... You know, I, I, and I personally, my personal feeling is, and I hate to say this, I hate to go on record of saying this, but Dal, a Dallas Vegas West final would be, would be electric. Yeah. So I think what ends up happening is to be perfectly honest, I I think this game goes, um, a very tough six or seven, like you said, Yeah. whichever team comes out of this bloody and beaten, is just going to get steamrolled by Vegas, yeah. Because Vegas is probably going to have a three to four game, four day. They're going to have they're going to have damn near a week off. Yeah, I mean at at least. Yeah. Let's let's say let's say four days at least, right? Yeah. Realistically, it's probably a little bit more, but sure. Um, you know, break and and that's going to be huge for them because that them coming that team coming well rested. They're they're not like Vegas. I will say this very nice thing about Vegas. Vegas coming off a long break is not going to be like any other team. They're not going to get stagnant. They're not going no. to come they're not going to come out um not looking fresh. They're not going to come out looking stale. Like Vegas on a long break is a dangerous Vegas. Like yeah. there's there are other teams in this in this year's playoffs that if they do get a long break, yeah. it it could be detrimental for them. Yeah. Because they will come out stale. Vegas is not one of those teams. And there are some teams too on the on the reverse side of that. If you go into a long series, mm-hmm. if you can avoid injury, but then you get momentum yep. on your side like and you're coming devils. and you're coming in hot. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So all right, well, what would be if you could say right now, what would be your cup final prediction, East versus West, and who's winning it? Uh, what I would lo- obviously I would love to see the Devils because it's it's been long overdue that you know to see them. Um, I, you know, 
I don't know. I, you, you okay? If Boston stays true, fuck, I hate this. If Boston stays true to the way they're playing, Boston and Dallas, I think, would be a great matchup. I totally agree. But 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 the team that we've seen all year long from Boston has to show up, right? Like they can't fall apart. Yeah. It it, ha- it has to be the team that we think is there. So if 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 that team shows up and the Dallas team that we that we both agree is going to show up shows up, I think that would be fucking electrifying. I I I think that that's a 6-7 game series where everybody's tuning in. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I will I will go based off of the bracket I filled out mm-hmm. this morning for the NHL bracket challenge. Uh, I'm going to say Dallas wins the cup and mm-hmm. they beat uh, Carolina to do so. I could see that happening. Yeah, that that's the matchup I had. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, because um, I mean, realistically, who who would Carolina end up end up having to face? Um, so they would they face the Islanders first. So they would they would take on the Islanders, and then they they face the Devils or the Rangers. Yeah, that's going to be the toughest test if they end up meeting Boston. So the way I had it breaking down was Florida beats Boston, Toronto beats Tampa Bay. So Toronto and Florida play each other in the second round, and I yeah. had I had uh, I think I had Tamp- uh, Toronto moving on, mm-hmm. and Toronto facing the uh, Hurricanes in the final, and then Toronto finally getting let down once again. <laughs> Yeah. after getting uh two playoff series wins and then uh in the in the west i had uh dallas and vegas in the west final with dallas moving on yeah so that would be that'd be my prediction so that would be pretty intense to have both the east and the west finals go seven games leading into the final oh man the more hockey the better yeah that's the way i see it all right yeah. well um Let's uh, let's wrap this bitch up. You want to do some outro plugs? Oh, uh, not really. You know, um, I'd rather tell you about something else. What do you want to tell me about? My son said, "Dad, can you tell me what a solar eclipse is?" I said, "No, son." <laughs> so st- <laughs> you should have <laughs> saved that for an intro. That was fantastic. You're welcome. Thank you. So, if you want more of those, you, all you got to do is just plug into your laptop or your PC or your Apple device or your Android device. You just type in uh, greatest podcast known to man. No, you just go to... Uh, we're right under Joe Rogan, just in case you're wondering. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're catching him. Yeah. We're right on his heels mm-hmm. with downloads. Uh, Podbeam, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of other lower level tiered yeah. uh, streaming yeah. venues what's it called like lugal or something yes yeah. something like that uh yeah you just you know you look us up we've got a link tree account that's uh what is it what is that i always forget l-i-n-k-t-r dot dot e slash dads on Dago podcast yeah, that's right and then that that link tree account has all of our little clicky button things mm-hmm. where you can go find our merch you can find our uh <laughs> our, our our, our downloading avenues and you can find our patreon which is the most important because we don't do this because we like to we do this to get paid uh, and you just uh, sign up for mm-hmm. that patreon baby yeah you know yeah come get that extra dose two epi- yeah. two extra episodes a month we're bringing the heat 
That's Dads on Deco, episode 143. We will catch you next week. Peace out. Dads out. Have you ever heard of the Jack and Jill rhyme? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the vulgar edition. Okay. You ready? Yes. Jack and Jill went up the hill. They had it in the water. Jack's condom slipped. They ended up having a daughter. <laughs> I feel that more, <laughs> more in my soul than ever. <laughs>